Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Hulhan, and before we get to our fantastic episode with TJ Hurley of Justify Your Love, I have to tell you about our upcoming shows. We will be at the Geeky Kink event this very weekend. That's November 10th through the 12th. We will be doing stand-up comedy, an episode of this very podcast. Beyond the Tentacle and Game the Gamer After Dark. It's going to be dirty. So if you're over 19 years old and want to go to Piscataway, New Jersey, come see us at the Geeky Kink Event. For more information, you can go to thegeekykinkevent.com. And now, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road. Ready for a podcast. <laughs> nice. Who's here to do other themes currently being annoyed by a podcast? The, they've moved further away. Yeah, I've they noticed. left. Yeah. I, people love being surprised by comedy. Oh, absolutely. Well, that yeah, is their favorite I mean, thing. they're here every week. Like when you go to a bar and it turns out there's an open <laughs> one. Oh, oh, it's their I'd favorite thing. I'd be so mad. <laughs> like not understanding to those people what. So like having been in their exact shoes, mm. I'd be so mad at them. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> yeah, and um, we as comedians are always those people who are like, I'm going to turn the bar. Oh. I'm going to get them to pay attention. No, oh. they don't want to. No. Let, let them be. I did, a, I, I did a comedy contest at a sports bar in the suburbs a bunch of years ago. Do you remember that thing that was like the suburban whatever? What you yes. Call it? yes, whatever it was. It was. <laughs> and it was uh-huh. in a bar, and there was actual there was a Flyers game on a mm-hmm. flat screen TV <laughs> behind the microphone. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, when I, I did that, I lost in Mike Rainey one, and I was charged with in informing him that he won because he <laughs> left immediately after he said, I was like, hey, man, you got to come back. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, I forgot to do the opening. This is the Plus Two Comedy oh, Podcast. Hey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. We're recording live at Gamers Vault. That's 175 Route 70 in Medford, New Jersey. And I am joined, as always, by the Christmas spirit to my November, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? That w- in that there should be no Christmas spirit in November, <laughs> then Yes. <laughs> It is for me second October. Second October, I'm still going horror movie strong. All right, cool. And I will not take down my Halloween decorations. Perfect, perfect. Uh, our guest this week is a stand-up comedian and the host of Justify Your Love. Yes. Please give it up for, for T.J. Hurley. Hello. Hey, All right. <laughs> TJ, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I apologize for my lateness. That's okay. Cool. Uh, We start with an icebreaker question. Uh, Our icebreaker question comes from Modifier Brian. He wants to know, when is it appropriate to start playing Christmas music? Uh, uh, I'll say never. Never? Correct. It it shouldn't happen to start playing Christmas music. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for Christmas cheer, but I've come to the realization that I don't care for Christmas music yeah. in well, general. Actually, there's I don't. I, there is, there is. Uh, my mom, my mom is one of those like my mom's a Christmas lady. Yeah, you know, like sh- she'll walk. Her, she has a sweatshirt that says "Jesus is the reason for the season." Mm. Right. That she puts on like just probably yesterday she put it on. <laughs> but uh, under the Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she has a, a whole stack of uh, of Christmas CDs, and there is one. It's called a Phil Spector Christmas. It's actually pretty good. 
Okay. It's all just like 60s girl group songs. Okay. Or okay. girl group singing Christmas songs. That's pretty tolerable. I would listen to that in the summer. Okay. All right. Because I remember the, the, the uh, We Need a Little Christmas right this very minute, that song. Uh, not, not ringing the bell. It's, it's not very good. No. Uh, <laughs> but the, there's, no. the lyrics of it are about how they are rushing the season. Like, that's actually what that song's about. It's just like, no, we need Christmas now because we do. <laughs> and then someone, like, retorts with something along the lines of, but it was just Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> there was a time where that was considered rushing yeah, the season. Early for too Christmas. early for Christmas. Sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, I went out to a strip mall on Halloween. I know what you're going to say, strip club. <laughs> and, uh, Christmas All Christmas-themed yeah, dancers. Christmas-themed. Everyone. Right away, immediately. Well, I, I went into CVS October 20th. And Halloween stuff was 50% off. Oh, yeah. Which I was a big fan of. I don't like the concept, but I like that I got a a human-sized skeleton for like 25 bucks. Yeah. Become a scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So TJ uh, is a stand-up comedian, the host of Justify Your Love. Yes. Tell us about Justify Your Love. Justify Your Love is a comedy game show. I call it the game show of guilty pleasures. And the way it works is this. There is three rounds. Each round has one contestant and three judges. Okay. And the contestant is charged with defending a terrible song that they really honestly love. Okay. Like uh, one of those songs that, you, you know, like, you know, it's terrible. You wouldn't admit to anybody that you like it, but really when it comes on in your car, you get a little teary-eyed maybe. Yeah. Roll the windows up, start belting that thing out, you know? Gotcha. And uh, so the idea is that people will reveal their guilty pleasure and they make a passionate defense of it, and people do all types of stuff. Uh, Sometimes people will mount actual legal defenses of the song. All right. Uh, Sometimes people tell jokes about it. Sometimes uh, Alejandro Morales wrote a song about the song and sung that. That was great. Went so full tenacious D. He went full <laughs> tenacious D. So it's super open ended of for whatever the like the contestant, whatever their you know whatever their ba- their bag is. I thought it would be out. like the newlywed game, but with Timothy Oliphant. And if you lose, then he antagonizes you until you pull a gun on him, and then he kills you. <laughs> I, I, That's I, a good idea for a show. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. That would that would probably sell better. Yeah. Than, <laughs> than, than that so they the contestant has a chance. They have a chance up front to defend the song, and then the judges try to pick it apart. And then there's a okay. cross examination. And I am the host. And then at the end of each round, the audience decides who made the more compelling argument. Oh, okay. So it's not you don't vote. Yes, it's good to love this song, or no, it's bad. It's just who are the three? Who has convinced th- you? Okay. Did okay. did the did the uh, contestant did they successfully justify their love of this garbage or not? At the end. Gotcha. So it's fine, and usually one of the nice things is that usually no matter it, the song, almost all the time love wins, which is nice. Like the people, yeah. you know, if you have this person making themselves vulnerable and admitting to liking something that's very lame, and then you have this table of very catty and mean judges who okay. are just taking advantage of the right. contestants. Okay. Being a bully. Yeah, yeah, they're being bullies. Uh, generally, the judges get better laughs, but at the end, when it comes time to vote, people want to go with uh, with love, which is nice. Gotcha. Is it always songs? It's always on. We did... We did a movie version once. The problem, the problem with the movie version, it was super fun, but a lot of it's just logistics. Like the idea is with a song, even if everybody there in the audience hasn't heard yeah, the song defending, play I play song. a thirty-second yeah. clip. Or thirty yeah. seconds. You know what I mean? Enough. The, you know, you get to the first uh, chorus, and then people have the general idea. But if it's a movie they've never seen, it's a no, little. No, you should bit. do this show for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a bad movie festival. <laughs> 
I need to point out the subtleties of Super Mario Brothers as to why it's actually a really good movie. We're all going to sit through this thing. But the movie version was really fun. It just took a lot. It just took a lot of work because I had to like edit because a lot of the some of the movies didn't already have trailers because they were like weird, obscure old movies. (laughs) So it just took pretty much the movie version was too much work. So I haven't I haven't done it not, again. Not doing that again. It was too much effort. But it was trailers fun. are they, sometimes they're lies. Yeah, yeah, a lot of trailers are, yeah, they are don't, yeah. straight up lies. They'll bury the lead, you know. Yeah. Especially with bad movies, the trailer is not gonna mm-hmm. like, not gonna get across like why. You know? yeah, do you remember the Dane Cook film Bad Luck Chuck? Or no. Good Luck Chuck, excuse me, Good yes. Luck Chuck. No, I've actually been blessed never <laughs> to have seen a Dan Cook oh. movie. Let me tell you, I've also out. never seen any Dan Cook. Dan, Dan Cook. I never seen a Dan Cook stand up either. I've avoided. I've avoided that. Daniel I call, Cook. I call him Dan. Yeah. I wasn't like I wasn't a teenager when he first got uh, famous. See, I so, was. Yeah, I was able I, to. I, was I remember guy. turning twenty and just one day looking at my Dean Cook CD and being like, "This isn't funny." <laughs> that's what happened to what me. Happened? Yeah. The day before, I loved it. That's what happened to me in third wave ska music when I was a teenager. <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow, American ska music is the coolest thing in the world." And then, like the day after my twenty-first birthday, I was like, "This is the most annoying bullshit <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard in my life." So much horns. Yeah. So much yeah. horns. <laughs> So, so what would be your song for for Justify Your Life? It would probably, I'd probably wind up on Billy Joel. Like I, I know that. Okay. I know, I know that Billy Joel's lame. Like I, I know. Like I don't. I, I, I'm a. That's. No, I don't think. Yeah. You guys are Billy Joel fans. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Really? I have no strong opinion about <laughs> Billy. Billy Joel was decided he was going to do a show at Madison Square Garden. And was just going to keep doing it until it stopped selling out. And he was there for months. Look, but we're... Okay, the, the issue is I mean, not... That doesn't is mean he popular? Larry the Cable Guy could set up in a Walmart and do the same thing. <laughs> it doesn't make him good. The issue, I know that Billy Joel's popular, but he's also terrible. But Again, I don't. I really don't know enough of his music. There's one about a crocodile. Uh, there is not one about a crocodile. No. What are you thinking? <laughs> I have no you idea. Of the crocodile thinking about John. Crocodile yeah, John. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's awesome? Then who's, who's Billy Joel? Uh, Piano Man. Piano Man. Uh, oh, okay. I like that song. It's, yeah. right. it's still rock and roll to me. Who's the All right. you guys, Chevy to the Levy? I seem who's to that? have discovered. The Levy was dry? Yeah. Who that was the that? American Pie? That's Don yeah. That was Madonna. That's okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be a Billy Joel song, and uh, you guys have no problem with that, because apparently everyone here thinks Billy Joel's great, doesn't think he's lame at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, what song are you going to pick? I have to... Um, if you like, pick like for the longest time, I could be like, no, okay, there's some sucks. issues oh, with yeah, that. I don't like the that one song. that really gets me is Downeaster Alexa. The one... Oh, it's a huge a hit. It, it, it involves... It has whale noises in the background. Okay, okay. <laughs> hmm. It's his song about how, uh, about how the uh, economy of Long Island changed. And it, was once a commu- it once was a community of fishermen. And now there's just no island left for islanders like them anymore. And it gets me every single time I hear it. So yeah, it, well, from it's a, years of being a fisherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lame version of living on a prayer. Because uh, Tommy Jesus. used to work at the docks. Yeah. I got it. I think that Bon Jovi might be even lamer. We are in New Jersey. Oh, you dare you? We're not. We're what is wrong? With we're you? fairly far into New Jersey too, which I learned on my yeah, drive here. We're almost out of it. Yeah, we're like in the. I think is this the Pine Barrens? No, not, not quite. That's no, where we used to record our podcast. We moved closer to Philly recently. Uh, so I, I, I would go with Billy Joel's Billy uh, Joel? "Downeaster Alexa." That song gets me. It's not a defendable song. 
musically, but I feel like it hits me it hits me in an emotional way that's uh, very honest and very embarrassing. So okay. I feel like I'd be able to make a, a decent emotional plea. Okay. But right, that's, that's a good, good. song. Will, what would be yours? Uh, I'm trying. You're bad at music. I am. I don't know. The, the things that I know about, like, the monster manual for Dungeons & Dragons, like, reverse that. What peop- what a normal person knows about that is what I know about music. Oh. Like, oh, okay, okay. So nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen, well, you look at a picture of a dragon. You're like, oh, yeah, I know so, what a like, dragon you is. So, know, like, you know of music. Yeah. 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 And I, I like a lot of music. When I care. <laughs> think weird people. Yeah. Now. When I, because when I was in high school, it was I listened to nothing but like Wu Tang Clan and ODB and stuff. That's and grad. Yeah, but that's not bad. <laughs> I don't need awesome. to defend Wu Tang yeah, to anybody. It's, yeah. it's musical art. It's phenomenal. Very good. Uh, that was the best use of the word rad I've ever heard. <laughs> that's great. That there was that one. There was that that one. <laughs> On the first Method Man album, there was that one song where in between every verse he would just make that weird, like, yeah, co- throat-clearing exactly noise. What, yeah. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard in <laughs> <of> my life. <laughs> uh, I liked Call Me Maybe. It was a fun song. Call Me Maybe? Yeah, I got okay. no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, people would definitely hate that song. Yeah. yeah. That Whatever. Just, that one's a I, can't, that's a pro- I, I don't defend the terrible things. I'm like, I liked it. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Ooh, it's terrible. That would be that would be very funny and would completely undermine the entire yeah, uh, spirit of my show if you came on. You were like, I don't need to defend myself at all. Yeah, and then just stood yeah. There. I'm I'm it. welcome to like anything I want. I don't yeah. force it on you. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it in my car on the way yeah, home. It's fine. Like the you show know, only works if everybody agrees to be judging. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get, I recently became a big pacifist on that. Like, people like what they like, and I'm not gonna get in the way of it. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I feel the so same way. So I think way. you're a monster, kind I of. Don't, I, <laughs> I don't want to disabuse anybody of anything. <laughs> no, I feel you like, do. You made a whole show no, about no, it. No, what I did, sir, <laughs> was I created a forum for people to share their passion and love of things that other people think are judgy. So I yeah. have created uh, a forum for people to express publicly yeah. their love of things that they're embarrassed about. Yeah, the idea it's is that they have talk this about love. a thing you like. It's called defend your love, uh, no, sir. Yeah, I didn't is, listen to what it's it called. It is not called that. <laughs> it is called justify your love. That's also a song. You would make sense if yes. you do music. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I know that show on FX. <laughs> What about you, Know What song would you defend? Uh, I, I'm going to make some guesses here. Um, uh, oh, make yeah. some, make some make, guesses. Because I, I have a few floating in my mind. Okay, okay I'm going to try to guess. Okay, do you, at any point in your life, did you like the band My Chemical Romance? The, the, there is one My Chemical Romance song that I can think of that I did really enjoy, okay. but it might be Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, like, they those are very run. different. No, they're not. They sound Death Cab for Cutie is not different than... <laughs> no, they are. Death Cab for Cutie is like borderline art rock, and the other thing is full-on mall rock. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. What would the song be? Uh, well, who did that Like, I'll Follow You Into the Dark song? I don't know. That's Death Cab for Cutie? Because that, that's what you spawned me to think of. But is that a bad song? It, it's just like this, like... It, it, take uh, Hey There, Delilah, but make it about a teenager saying, I will stay with you till you die. I think... Hmm. And that there's no heaven. I'm going to go that's out fun. on that a we're ju- just going to die and be dead. Probably true, I'm gonna the first one's an alarming concept. Guess that the one My Chemical Romance song you like is probably better than the worst Death Cab for Cutie song. <laughs> and I'm not possible. even a Death Cab for Cutie fan. Uh, but I was a big electronica guy. 
Oh, geez. So I would definitely go with Sandstorm by Druid. That would be, that would be, that's, that's a whole genre of music that nobody, nobody's brought that in yet. That would and, be great. And, and difficult to defend without lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh. my favorite part. I didn't even think about that. If nobody has ever defended a song without lyrics, you're like, that's like opening up a whole new world. Yeah, you need to get some Skrillex people in there. Yeah. Crazy. Skrillex, yeah. I, That's I, a cool noise I like to listen to. <laughs> I will defend Bangarang till, yeah. till I die. I I, even if you're like, that's not music, I'm like, it's fine. I like that noise. And, and But I think the one that would be best for the show, and I, I'm not positive on the artist right now, I think it's Cassandra or Cos- Cassandra or something. Cascada, yes. Cascati. Uh, uh, every time we touch. Because every time we touch, we get this feeling, and every time we kiss, I swear I could fly. It's, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, ha- I hate you singing it. So that sounds like it would be a great song. <laughs> Whatever that name that Noah said. This, this quick is Noah's band. We've had some stinkers recently. Uh, there was, okay, let me think. Somebody just this past show defended Ants Marching by Dave Matthews. <laughs> the first 15 seconds of that are like, it's, it's so hard. long before lyrics. It's hard to get through. That thing is rough stuff. I don't know this. I don't it's, like Dave Matthews, so it's I'm real, on your side. It's real bad. And then when the lyrics start, it's like because I never Dave Matthews was one of those things where I like I knew I knew of it, but yes. I didn't actually like I never listened to Dave Matthews before, uh, and I didn't know how it was. It's like way weirder than I thought. Yes, it's really weird. There's I like actually... there's like alto sax on it. There's like flute breaks and stuff. Yeah. It's really. Really weird. It's weird that that's music that college kids like. Yeah, uh, you well, could probably do, not anymore. Yeah, that college kids liked. You college do, kids when we were college yeah, 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 yeah. kids. You could do a whole show of just forcing people to try to sing like Dave Matthews. Please and Jackson stuff. That actually sounds a lot like. <laughs> no, it's Dave Matthews. Yeah, I'm secretly Dave Matthews. Uh, but but uh, I actually know two wrestlers who are wrestling ants. And that was their entrance oh, music. Nice. That's terrible. And everybody hated it because they wouldn't come out Good. until lyrics yeah, started. Yeah. So, like, were they bad guys? Like, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> they they were bad guys, not by choice. <laughs> Just because Dave Matthews was on, it was like, Turn right, we gotta wait 15 them. seconds before they come out before wrestling happens. Well, <laughs> we had somebody defended um, a Limp Biscuit song. Ooh, and which, which one? Uh, a song called Boiler. Well, I don't not, think I'm I know. Which boiler. was super insane because, like, I I was familiar enough with Limp Bizkit just from like being alive, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it was the most popular thing in the world for like yeah. what nine or ten years it was like insane. No, it was like three. Three? I feel like they had a run from like two thousand to like. For me, it was a run from seventh grade to freshman year. <laughs> well, they, they had the CD that had Faith on it by the cover of George Michael. Yeah. yeah. And, and Nookie. Oh. And then they came out with the second one, and the CD that had, was called was "Break Stuff." No, the, that's not the CD, but the, the this, I think that's on the other one, which was called uh, the Chocolate Starfish yeah, and, and the Hot Dog, dog Flavored Water. Oh, that was their mm-hmm. third. Oh, that was their third. Uh, I had yeah, to, that they, was they had their three CDs at least. One, one of the unintended consequences of my show is that uh, I now know the history of all these terrible bands because one of my <laughs> jobs as the host is to do some research and come up with a little funny bio about them up front. So I actually, I can tell you, I'm not going to, but I, uh, if you wanted to know, I can tell you the whole history of, of Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I, well, I can tell you social relevance, though. I re- like, yeah, one <laughs> CD a year from seventh grade to freshman year, and those are the CDs, and then they were gone. Uh, yeah, th- this has to totally screw with your uh, iTunes uh, you, suggestions. The only thing I use my laptop for is, like, 
checking email and making the the slideshows for my show. <laughs> so everything saved on my laptop is insane. Yeah. Just, and then, so it's just like if you go to like the download folder, it's just uh, dozens and dozens of pictures, like the most embarrassing pictures of the lamest artist you can imagine. <laughs> like I think I have at least a dozen pictures of the guy from Counting Crows because yeah. somebody defended one of his songs once. <laughs> I love the Counting Crows, but you can Jeez. never see them live because apparently he does. He always remixes his own songs because oh so, he doesn't want you to sing along with them. Oh, boy. So he's just like, you're just going to be a jerk. Yeah, and, and, and people just, are really like, looking forward. Withhold yeah, the that's thing terrible. I want. Oh. That guy was not likable before I knew that. That was <laughs> yeah. super, super unlikable. <laughs> and his weird fake hair. <laughs> Uh, so it's the last Saturday of every month. Yeah, it's the right? last Saturday. At good, seven, good comedy. 7 p.m., last Saturday of every month, Good, Good Comedy Theater, Chinatown, 11, North 11th Street. Yeah. If you haven't been to the Good, Good Theater, go. Yeah. It, it is awesome. It's rad. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, that, that place is rad. It's like there wasn't, there wasn't ever a, a specific home for, you know, I'll say, I'll bias, I'll say interesting, but you can say weird comedy gotcha. in Philly. Yeah. You know, like there was the two or however many comedy clubs, but that was just bringing in like, very straightforward down yeah, the line stand ups. There was an improv theater, but I don't really know anything about improv. And I feel like almost every they do shows like every night, and almost yeah, every show is some it's kind a of weird thing. It's something yeah. weird, you know what I mean? Like, there's like a couple of like straightforward, like go see stand up or improv, whatever. But almost everything there is a weird idea, and yeah. I feel like it's rad that there's this this yeah. home for I'm trying to run and creativity all of them and get them on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who does the psychiatry one where you, you, you Oh, do that's your a set. good idea. Uh, Joe Joe Bell and Joe Bell? somebody else run that. Yeah, yeah you, you that's You stand up for idea. 5 minutes and then a psychiatrist breaks down mm-hmm. all the things that are wrong yeah. with you. I got I that show seems like one that could get real sad real real oh, fast. Yeah. Somebody like <laughs> it was, was confronted with their alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, uh <laughs> The other, oh, it was not Brandy Lamar. Crick. Yeah, it was Brandon Crick. You know, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. talked about him when we had him on for the uh, Coward Hour. Yeah, and he 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 admitted to trying to throw her off by like putting dumb stuff in there, and she's like, "No, you have issues with your father and your drinking." <laughs> uh, so, and you're you're also a stand-up comedian. Yes, uh, you're one of my favorites. I haven't oh, seen you in forever. You, you haven't seen me in forever because I've been super unmotivated for a long time. Well, happen. I'm gonna be honest. That's the thing that really stood out about you because <laughs> amazingly unmotivated. I am. One of my favorite moments was back when uh, uh, laughs on Fairmount was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were gone for like a week, and yeah. you came back and you did a set about how you spent. Oh, yeah, outside, yeah, yeah. like that was great. exercising. Yeah, and you're and like, like having relationships with yeah, people and stuff. I was learned great. I couldn't. I didn't have. To, I don't have to be here. Yeah, we yeah, could yeah, all yeah. leave right now. And that was, was a real so wake funny. up for me. And so honest. And I was dying. And then nobody left. We all stayed yeah. in that dark room <laughs> and performed the same jokes for each other. Because it, it, it's a thing where at first you're like, oh, I'm gonna go do this thing, and at first it's like new and and scary, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you go and do it, and then it's like, oh, and then like it's not scary anymore and then you're like you get like good enough that you're not humiliated to tell your friends about it and it's all these little steps and then you get up all these little steps and then all of a sudden like you know you've been at it for a little while and philly's a small scene and everybody's very friendly you know so it's like now now everybody's friendly and you're kind of like everybody's just cooking along at that same level and yep. because there's like there's not there's no industry or really anything in Philly, it seems like everybody just cooks along at the same level, and there's nothing to work for really. Yeah, and that's like yeah. There's a certain every, malaise yes, of the Philly comedy yeah, scene. Yeah. But I mean, the, that's the downside. The nice side, 
I feel like is that it motivates people to be self-generated, you know? And like for Soft me, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, like that's a thing where like I was definitely like, well, what am I doing? Like, I don't know. It was just like, it was hard to stay motivated to keep going to open mics over and over again, seemingly for what, you know? But yeah. then I start. I was like, oh, well then maybe I should try to do something that's interesting to me. And that was one of the things I was so rad about Good Good is yeah. that, you know, I was like, I had an idea that actually is, uh, is every every time the show happens i leave the show like oh that was creatively satisfying you know i feel yeah. like i immediately feel uh like uh, i feel like i get out what i put in creatively gotcha. Gotcha. so yeah the, the steps in philly are like do your first show get comfortable on stage tell your family move to new york that's that's a yeah, big yeah. step yeah yeah it's, it's interesting too because it's like i started doing uh, stand-up like way like i was way older than everybody i started when i was like how old am I now? I started when I was like 33 or something. And so it was the thing where I, there's two things. So one, I have, I, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't walk around thinking that I, I could have been good enough to like make a living at it. But I realized early on that I wasn't even willing to take the steps to find out if that was going to yeah. happen. You know, yeah. like I saw, like, I was like, oh, if people really want to make a go at this, I see like the kind of li lifestyle they have to live and the sacrifices they have to make. And I was just like, I, I want to buy a house. Like it was <laughs> yeah. just like, there yeah. wasn't like, I realized I like the idea of a yard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realized like super early on, I was like, oh, there's real sacrifices that people make in order to try to make a life out of this. I was like, and I am not going to make those sacrifices. Yeah, not do it. Just hang out here. Yeah. Well, my favorite is when we get new comics go on stage and they say something like, I'm not sure if there's scouts here tonight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I, I want to spoil it for oh, you. Oh. No. Yeah, I can guarantee you that there's there not. no scouts. <laughs> The, the idea that there's just somebody out there is like, I got to go to an open mic and find a comic. Yeah, I can't yeah. find a comic. See, I didn't even think, oh, like, oh, I got to go to Philly and find a comic. <laughs> like, I'm going to make him a star. cultural center of Philadelphia. I will say that there's like, I feel like there's like, a, and, and there is an important life lesson built into that because like, I feel like it's a naive idea to think that there's somebody waiting to give you something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, with it be, just yeah. Be, yeah, there's not. No one's waiting to yeah, give you anything yeah. where you're just like, oh, I'm just going to give you this. Someone's going to discover me. It's like anything you want to do, you have to build it. Your, yes. You just have to build it yourself, you know? Well, from what I hear, there was like a, a span from like 83 to like 93. For me, that was true. Like, people were looking for comics to do stuff. Where that was an actual, there were people scouting? I don't know if there was yeah, scouting, but like you could you could become a, a stand up comic and get kind of like a like a mid level job, sure. to, yeah. and then that's gone. Yeah, that is, that's yeah. yeah. We have the internet now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all over. It's all over. Uh, now we also like to geek out on this show, and we do it with the same called what you watch and what you read and what you play. We're talking about what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're playing. You mean TJ to tell me that you you guys like to geek out? Yes, we like to I geek out on this show. Not have guessed that. Yes. <laughs> You're not very observant. I'm not very observant. <laughs> I thought this was in a comic book store, and then I got here, and I was like, oh, this is not a comic book store. Well, there's there comic are, books. There are comics. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not the main. Anyway. Yeah, it's I, a, that's a terrible business, and you don't make money doing it. The, so you got to sell other stuff. The, uh, I saw these people here playing um, role-playing games, and the last time I played a role-playing game, uh, was in a church basement nice. in Long Island, New York in 1988. What was it? <laughs> oh. it? It was like a little kid version of Dungeons and Dragons. It yes. wasn't like, it was like but my, a religious version. <laughs> yeah. it was, no, it was like, well, no, okay. I'm going to be the apostle. Uh, that would have been way cooler. <laughs> that actually probably even would have been like gnarlier than the, you know what I mean? Like more upsetting if it was like biblical. Did people do that? They do like biblical d and I'm I bet sure we can find a really good sure idea. There's <laughs> a version of everything. <laughs> Well, it was just like my one, I had, Do I, I cast turned a pillar of salt. <laughs> <laughs> my one friend who, uh, who like liked heavy metal music and like 
was and, play, and played role playing games. And everybody, <laughs> it's so weird. And we were in like sixth grade, and everybody were like, "Oh, he's a devil worshiper." And I was like, "He must be cool," you know. Uh, yeah. How and cool? so we would play. He had dice, but he didn't. We didn't. He didn't even have like books or anything. It was like. It was like real loose. It seems like he yeah. was just making it up. Loose and fast. And it was literally my first couple. Of and it was only the two of us too. Yeah. So he was the. Oh, he was like kind of, that makes it kind of. It was sad. just two of us. It yeah. needs to be three people <laughs> no, or it three people. it's sad. <laughs> it was two of us, and then that was when I was in sixth grade, and it was because uh, I went to Catholic school, and the uh, the playground was the parking lot of the church, and around the uh, we were altar boys, so we knew how to get into the back of the church, and if you went down to the basement, there was an area down there where yeah. no bullies would bother you. Ooh, yes. nice. And we would hide them. But then to get even sadder, my family moved uh, to Pennsylvania after that, and I had a little bag with dice in it, but I didn't have any friends when I first got here, so I would just carry it around. <laughs> oh, yeah, your stories are sad. <laughs> and then I started skateboarding, and then my life took a much cooler turn. Yeah. <laughs> Ollied over there. At that part. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, too, and I played Warhammer Fantasy Battles in the library of the Catholic school. But I did not have to worry about bullies because I was by a, a, a far measure the largest child there. <laughs> so they're like, we well, don't know what to do with this. We're like, I, we should mock this boy. You were the bully hammer. But he might throw a thing at me. That's awesome. Yeah, there's, there's nothing sadder than two people playing D&D. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout-outs to Party of One, by the way, hosted by Jeff Stormer, where two people play D&D every week. I don't know. It's a fantastic is. podcast. Does that happen here? No, it doesn't happen here, but <laughs> no. uh, he's a friend of the show. Yeah. Well, he was. <laughs> don't will insult the show. Twice. Twice now. Uh, but DJ he didn't insult his show. It's just he's got a sad life, <laughs> and I'm, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Uh, so, DJ, what yes. you watching? You watching anything? I'm watching good? you guys ruin a friendship. Oh, yeah. It's, it's happening in live. Uh, <laughs> my best friend. What am I watching? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not watching it. Honestly, I'm not watching Nothing. anything. Nothing? No. No, no. no films? This no. is... Uh, Black and white. Oh, you know what? I just got... Okay, this, okay, I'm like... This is, this is a personality flaw in me, but when people are like, oh, this thing's great. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. I'm just like, shut I just get annoyed. Oh, I'm the same way. I get annoyed. The so there's things that I'm sure are good, but I'm just not... I'm like, eh, I can't be bothered. But uh, as far as watching, I just got a DVD of this movie that ever people have told me about forever, but I haven't seen it. It's called Blowout, and it's uh, it stars John Travolta, and it takes place. It's from 1980, and it takes place in Philly, and he yeah. plays a sound like a sound engineer who like just wanders around the city recording noises in his spare time, and he accidentally records a murder, and then that yeah. sets. Now, that you were losing me, and now I'm interested <laughs> yeah. again. And uh, it's supposed to be great. And I'm very. I have not watched it yet, but I'm very excited about that. So uh, you'll have to come back and like update I'll, us. I'll on fill you in on the whole thing. Will you be watching soon? <laughs> yes, I'll be watching it soon. <laughs> how, how about you, Will? Uh, do you want you want to talk about Jigsaw? Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's just talk, talk about it out. Jigsaw. We saw Jigsaw recently. Yeah. What's Jigsaw? And, uh, oh, the the um, sequels to Saw. <laughs> you know the film franchise Saw. I know the poster in the subway. Okay, yep. all right. Well, that's what cool. these are based uh, scary off Scary mime. Yes. A scary mime, is that it? Yeah. And he, a little he, mime that's yeah, like, I'm going to get you. Yep, that's his catchphrase. Okay, Classic <laughs> Saw catchphrase. <laughs> Which is weird because he's a mime. He really yeah, he wrote, well, that's why people t- are like, you're not a good mime. That's why he's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> he goes like this. He's like. <laughs> he's going to saw your head off. Yeah. <laughs> but it works. Is That's what makes it <laughs> yeah. so scary. That, this, that actually is a really good horror movie. Oh, good oh, good I really like this. Whoa. Trapping people in invisible boxes. Oh, and then they, you watch Jesus. them suffocate silently. Wind. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Was that? I feel like that Wait was that a twi- uh, Twilight Zone episode or something? No, I, this I, is I hope a, not. If nobody has done that, that's a super good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like this idea. Uh, but 
Saul is my favorite film franchise. Okay. Uh, so if you ever want to do a movie version of Just yeah. By Your Love, I'll <laughs> come on and defend okay. Saul. Uh, and uh, they made a sequel uh, after a hi- hiatus of like seven years, mm. yeah. after sev- seven films. And uh, I loved it in the moment. Yeah. Before. Retrospectively looking back, it's not, it's not as good as I had wished. No, and I, I, I feel the same way when we left it, which was, oh, it was all right. Yeah. Could have been worse. Could was have been it, a lot was better. Was it just like the ones that you, the Saw movies that you like, is it just like, oh, the traps he made were better traps? Like, what's like... The, the traps are What makes a good, or what makes like... Well, what makes a good aren't they all movie just the same? is a, a trap that is interesting mm-hmm. with a person who does something that you think you could do better than. Okay. Like, like oh, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah. what really gotcha. sells a yeah, song okay. movie. No, yeah, like uh, the puzzle traps. Because like I remember sitting next to you in the theater. We see it at midnight every year. Okay. Uh, th- there was one trap where a guy was holding two chains like this, mm. and he had to let go of one, mm. which would kill somebody. So mm. he had to choose which person uh, he had to kill. And Will looked at me and just went. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that would totally work. <laughs> and, and the thing about it is, like, you're supposed to be able to figure stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. that was totally missing in this film. Right. Oh, like, that makes sense. There wasn't a lot of, like, because because if, if you have that thing figured out, then you have emotional buy in because then you want that person to do the thing you exactly. do. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Because, uh, like, one of the most famous traps is there's this thing that this person wants, and she sticks her hands <laughs> up through these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're razor blades. So okay. once they're up, she can't pull her hands okay. back out. But if you look at it, the box that's locked, the key's just sitting in. So if you're like, if you were smart, you now could just unlock the box the and, and right, get it. Right, right, so right. like the stuff yeah, like which that. Which in my head canon, because that whole thing was about Matthew's son. Mm-hmm. And by that, it was there was like the fifth or sixth trap of seven people. So Jigsaw's like, if you're still alive, just leave. It's yeah, fine. It. This it's is fine. not about you. But... Uh, in this new film, it's not. There's not a lot of like you did this when you should have did this. It's a lot of just don't do that. Ah, oh, you did. Yeah, they were very dumb, and yeah, that got them. Right. And the marketing of it, there was a lot. I think I would have liked it more had this just been Saw Eight, because the marketing of it was Seven's the last one, and we're not making any more unless a new script comes along that justifies doing another film. This script was not that film. If this just came next and oh, was I just like, you. hey, like le- legends never up. die, right. and that was the story, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Because it, I mean, spoilies, it's basically an origin story of New Jigsaw yeah. that's not compelling in any way. No, no. And I don't think it's going to make enough to spawn a sequel. Because yeah. it's, it was number one last week. Thor comes out like at midnight, so <laughs> they no one's possibly have imagined. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what we've been watching. So I'm gonna throw it back down to TJ. What you read it? You what am I reading? I just read, um, finished it yesterday. The new Philip Pullman book, which I believe exists in the nerd universe, or have I found the one goddamn no. bit of nerd <laughs> thing that you guys no, don't know? Go on. Uh, he wrote the the uh, Golden Compass trilogy. Okay, okay, now, okay. Now right. you know. <laughs> there's there's a big role in that nerd stuff. You must have seen Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wrote he, like, he wrote that was it his Dark Materials trilogy. Yes, yeah. uh, in the '90s, and a new he's written other books since then, but a new book came out that uh, exists like in that same world. Ooh, it's like cool. I think it's a it was a prequel to that first book. It was I, good. I never I read. 
Golden Compass is the first. The first one. one. Yeah. Because yeah. after I liked the movie, it wasn't great. Yeah, it was cool. But it had some cool. really cool stuff, and yeah. people were like, "Oh, that's all in there, but better in the yeah, book." Yeah. And I got so on. I was into it as much as I or anyone else was into Harry Potter. Yeah. And then when no one else would could talk yeah. to me about this book, I didn't read the rest. Of it. I was like, I can't yeah, get that, this invested. That and just was sit a, there by that myself. Was <laughs> one of the selling points for me is that people no weren't goddamn talk talking about, about it. it. You know, I didn't have to. Oh, like I'll never read. Maybe I'll, maybe Harry Potter's great. I don't know. I'm never gonna read it. Oh, it is. I'm it's just wonderful. I'm, anyway, uh, <laughs> but yeah, those books were awesome. And uh, the new one, I'd say, was. 75% pretty good and 25% like really really great. Okay, okay. So, I would recommend it overall. A little bit disappointing but generally pretty good. Cool. And it's a prequel to Golden Compass. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the little girl um, who's the main character in Golden Compass and those stories like this is takes place like when she's like a, an infant pretty so, much. So if you're new to the series, should you read them in the order that they came out. Yeah, I think you should, I, yeah, you, I think you should read them the order they came out, just because the first three books are really great and this one's like fine. If you're if you if you're spending your first uh, Philip Pullman dollar, I would not start with this one. Gotcha. Okay. All okay. right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Will you read anything good? I pass for now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Wait, so that if you just said reading. if you just said pass, that does that mean that you are reading something you don't want to talk about? Yes. <laughs> Usually this also means he's got a rant coming up yeah. in the next in the next no, round. No, you know I don't. Well, I kind of do, but that was okay, right, unrelated. Right. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I forgot the bit I was going to do. I had a bit prepared Whoa. on the book and I forget what it is. What What's was the book? The book? Um, maybe it'll jog something loose. Yeah. Bit, this name. bit's not going to work if I don't remember this part. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, uh, I've been reading this Charles Dickens book mm. that uh, he died while writing, mm. and it's a it's a mystery. So like it is a true mystery because we'll no never actually know because there's no. <laughs> uh, and honestly, that's not true. I've been reading a book called uh, The BS Artist, and it was how to pretend like you've read something. But it was really important that I remember <laughs> yeah. the title of that Charles Dickens book for this to work. <laughs> Uh, thanks, research department. Uh, but, yeah, I, I had this book. It was actually a gift from when we were doing the podcast, like, back at uh, Jester's. And I was I was like, I should probably actually pick this up and read it. And it's, like, four chapters on how to be a BS artist, how to just make it sound like you know everything about everything. And then it's, like, 14 chapters of, like, cliff notes of different things, <laughs> like, you know, books, uh, the economy, politics, <laughs> but then also like movies and reality shows. It's like I don't, I couldn't imagine a situation where it's like, I got to know everything about American Idol <laughs> by tomorrow. <laughs> I have to look like I'm knowledgeable about this. <laughs> so I, I've been skimming through it. It's got some fun stuff in it. But Wait, you've been skimming through a book that essentially is just skimming through other books. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't think you read this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, you know, I've, I kind of, I kind of skimmed through the cliff notes. I got the general idea. Yeah. Oh, I used to do that in school all the time. Where it's just like I'm not reading. Oh, this whole I was book. the king of that. Yeah. I'm not reading this whole book. I'll just read the Spark Notes. Five pages. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, that's another good idea. You should start a website where you just summarize Spark Notes. Yeah, Spark Notes <laughs> too long. Too long. No time. Just give me the exact answers I need for the test tomorrow. That's it's all I need. Got to be while you're playing Minecraft, and then high schoolers <laughs> yeah, exactly. will, will listen. So I'm gonna throw it back down to TJ. TJ, what you playing? What? 
No, nah, children like. <laughs> what happened to the show for a moment? <laughs> we had a. <laughs> this is a new segment. Did seg- we lag out? What happened? This is a new segment I'm doing called uh, Half Unmiked Conversation. <laughs> TJ, you playing anything good? Uh, I don't. I haven't played any. I have, the, the most recent video game I played is pretty. is not new. I've been playing. Well, what is it? I dug through my box and my, I go through video game phases where like a year will go by and I'll be like, eh, and then I'll be like, I want to play video games. Uh, um, gotcha. And, but I don't, have, I don't, this, I, I know how pretentious this is going to sound, but I don't have a TV. Um, oh, I and, and, <laughs> and my laptop is, what do you stare at when you're in your living room? Has, uh, uh, the void, the, <laughs> the, the existential void. Uh, and my laptop is one of those little like Chromebooks. So you can't really do, do much of anything on that either so my video the the, the look of disgust you just gave me no was was shocking I was, I was like, why would you buy that then because <laughs> it was 140 dollars um spend, uh, spend more we've established the only <laughs> thing i need to do on is check email and make the slideshow for my slide game for my game uh but it's also uh, the only thing you can do on it yeah, so. that's actually true <laughs> so it works out perfectly um but in my basement i have uh um uh what it's like not the 3ds it's the flat one it's just oh, like the, that. The 2DS? The 2DS, yeah. yeah. I bought a 2DS because it was, like, not that expensive. In your... You know you can move it, right? What do you mean? A DS? Yeah, it's a, yeah pick it up. What do you mean? Why is it living in your basement? Oh, because then, yeah. then after, like, six... on your person. Why do you... Because after like six months of playing video games, I'm like, hey, I'm over, and I throw it all back in the box, put it all in the right, basement, it and then I go like dig it out. You like have a locked basement yeah, 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 when no, like no, your no. wife's asleep, and no, you no. just shut it. And, oh, no, video I bring, games, I bring it up. modern media. Oh, bring, thank God, I bring it upstairs. But I've been playing um, those those uh, Advance Wars games. Oh yeah, which are insanely good. They're <laughs> so good. Yeah, they're so. There's like, imagine how, if you could play them on like a TV. <laughs> okay. I I I did play them on a TV. Oh, I was first introduced to those games. This is actually this is a nice tribute. I, this is a bummer. I have a friend who just died. But when you, I, you that, probably didn't need to include that part. Well, well no, but, but this makes us doubly nice. And that <laughs> is that when I first met him, it was in uh, maybe like 2001. Okay. And I'm I was living with a friend of his, and um, uh, the friend I was living with had a Dreamcast. And he had this CD that just, uh, a blank CD-ROM or whatever, that just said NES on it. And he was like, TJ, this has every single NES game on it. And I was like, shut up, that's impossible. Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> about? I was like, wizard. He's like, no, check this out, put it in and put it on. And I was like, where'd you get this? And he was like, yo, it's my buddy Keith. And my friend Keith who just died was like the first person that introduced me to okay. that whole, to the world of being able to, like, you didn't need a stack of things. You could just have one yeah, little thing, you know? It was amazing. But, so I first... Uh, played those Advance Wars games on some kind of emulator on a TV in that guy's apartment. So when I first played those games, it was on a big TV, and it actually was way more fun. Yeah. But, see, I got a TV, then I got to buy something to put it on. Yeah, it's a whole you know? slippery slope. Yeah, <laughs> one thing leads to another. I'm going to have to plug it in. Yeah, I got to buy a, a new power strip. I just can't, <laughs> just can't be bothered. But those Advance Wars games are really, really great, and, uh, and I don't think a new one no. has come out in uh, years, and it's upsetting to me because it's... It's yeah. what I want out of video games. Yeah, th- that's due for a new one. Yeah. And that's something yeah, yeah. that they could update like very How hard could it be? Yeah. It's like the most basic look, you know? Yeah, it, it's not like, you know, you're creating a brand new world. It's like, give us some new maps and some yeah. new things, mm. and we're good yes. to go. So. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Or open it up and let the, the faceless masses make maps, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let them do it. 
That's I bet there's a million now. mods on a. If you had a Probably. computer that was not garbage, <laughs> yeah. you could this just. This is the thing. Even if I had a computer that wasn't garbage, I wouldn't know how to make the good things on that's, it happen. I don't either. That's why Steam just does it for you now. Because idiots like me don't know how to change a one to a zero to make the game better. So there's just this thing called Steam Workshop, and you're like, ooh, that looks cool. And you click a button, and Steam's like, don't worry, dum-dum, we got it. Makes it works. it for you. And it's amazing. Games are so great when people can just make them better. Yep. So just your life is sad, but it's fine. Yeah, this is going to take me a while to get over. What are you gonna? Your it's home, not like there's I no don't. video games, there's no TV. What do you do? It's not he like just I don't judges the things people yeah. like. I don't, and it's not like I don't waste time. I'm not. You have a like whole show called Judgy McLove. That's <laughs> true. It's called Judgy McLove. Has a, I have no argument. That's an excellent point. I, I don't. It's not like I waste time. I just waste time in different ways. You know. Yeah. All right. All right. Acceptable. Uh, William, did you play anything good? I did. I have a thing. A rant prepared. I wanted to, it's not a rant. Okay. It's just a, it's a story I can share here because okay. I don't think any, is TJ going to feel left out with yo, his lack of technology. <laughs> no, uh, it has nothing to do with technology, and he's still going to feel left out. Okay. Uh, so I I have a Dungeons and Dragons group I started playing in that plays mm-hmm. on Friday nights. Okay. Uh, our GM is a very unreliable person. I don't think anybody that Sarah listens to this podcast, so we're cool. Okay. Uh, really, it's just him. Anyway. So your friends don't even listen to this podcast? Not the ones in this D&D group. Gotcha. Uh, Jeff does, and that's I'm real sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, we start kind of later than we want to. It's always later than the time we set. We can't start without him because he runs the group. Right. And then sometimes, like, we're supposed to start at 9, and by, like, midnight, he'll text us and be like, I'm not coming tonight. Sorry. Oh, and God. I was like, I really want to play D&D. <laughs> So somebody else in the group started running a secret on-time <laughs> D&T group, but we can't tell the GM we're doing it because he'll we know him and he'll get mad at us yeah. and be like, well, fine, if you don't need, like, he'll get upset. We don't want to do that. But we also really want to play <laughs> D&T. So I'm currently running a secret underground D&D group. Right under the nose. Of my regular can D&D group. Can you just group. demote him? Why can't you just demote him? Because he is the Does DM he and he knows all. No, it's just he bigger than you guys. No, he's a little man. Oh, come on! He'll just get mad at us. Oh. Come on, we're it's nerds. We don't like confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's a nice guy, and there's a very few people willing to. There's a million people that want to play D and D. Very few people that can that run it. Want to deal with yeah. it, right? And so we don't want to make one of them mad. That's fair. That's true. That makes sense. So yeah, he has that over. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. That over. <laughs> gotcha. He's willing to do the boring part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's going to yeah. be babysitter for three hours. <laughs> Uh, so real quick, uh, I was at the casino Ooh. for uh, GamerCon this weekend. Which uh, casino? The Tropicana. The Tropicana. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we went to Wet Willie's and had some mm-hmm. alcoholic slushies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have a game where it's horse racing, but it's like little toy horses that Ooh, run around right. in a circle. Did we got to spin the thing to make a move? or you? Just no, no. You, there's no like water gun where you shoot right or anything off. like that. It's just like you put a dollar in and then you bet on a plastic horse. <laughs> uh, I put in $6 and I walked away with $11. Nice. A uh, friend of the show, Ben from uh, Pixel Please, was there. Oh, he put in $10. Ben. He walked away with $50. That's a good and then game. The, our new friend from the con, Trevor, 
Uh, he was a staff person. He put in one dollar. He walked away with a hundred and forty-eight dollars. Yeah, Did awesome. he bet that's on Lasty? Awesome. He bet on Lasty. And Lasty won. That's oh. awesome. And then he just like drinks on me. I was like, let's go. I was done drinking, but you just now they're free. Too much money for us not to do this. So, gambling is what I've been playing. Oh. The idea of gambling so great. Yeah, yeah. I get it, it. Like, okay, I don't. I don't take part in that many self-destructive behaviors like rel- relatively speaking maybe i'll like i don't drink too much like i don't you know i don't really have any well, super what ones do you do let's yeah. get those out on the getting table getting to okay. oh uh, i'll eat unhealthy things i'd yeah. say that's probably the main self-destructive behavior that i'll take part in you'll deprive yourself from basic technology <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's not i'm fine attachment to the outside world the only reason i even have a justification for it is because other people if it was just me, I wouldn't. It's not like I'd walk around and be yeah. like, oh, all those people TV? reaching out to you, like, please come on. No, all those people, like all those people, like you, who when I, when I told you my technological situation, you gave me the dirtiest look. <laughs> but uh, I just felt our relationship fall apart. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know what to say. Gambling, I didn't know he was Amish. Gambling, gambling uh, always has. A, I don't. Act, I don't actively do it really. Uh, but it always seems like if I'm feeling like I want to do something self-destructive, it's very inviting. But I usually am able to cap it just at buying scratch-off tickets. Uh, so I, do I can tell what kind of week I'm having by how many scratch-off tickets are, like, in the cup holder of my van. <laughs> you know? And if there's a lot down there, it's been a bad week. It's been a bad I week. Know yeah. that for sure. I totally get that. I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. It's an allure I, I feel oh, scratching it, yeah. like, the back of your head. They're like It's such a nice – luckily, any time I've ever had an opportunity to gamble – I just didn't have enough money but to lose. To like, I didn't it. have a, a critical amount of money available to lose. To make it bad. I was too young. <laughs> and now uh, Atlantic City is a garbage about, pile. Yeah, yeah, I think about where I'm like, That's I should start place. gambling. And then I actually thought where I'm just like, I, gotta <laughs> st- I should start drinking. Yeah. I've just been like, cheaper. It seems like, I don't know. <laughs> Less risky. Uh, so we end all of our uh, podcasts with a game. Uh, and speaking of games, you p- took part in the Nintendo World Championship. I did. Uh, and uh, you ended up with a score of, where did I put you? Uh, 94,120 points. Yeah, whatever. And that puts you in eighth place. Yeah, so I'm you still made the scoreboard. Yeah, top ten, I don't buddy. even care. You, the way you set that thing up, you were like, dude, you're going to play Mario? I'm like, oh, okay. You're going to play Rad Racer or whatever? I was like, yeah, fine. I'll deal with that. And then you're going to play Tetris. And I'm like, I'm going to shine so hard when I get to Tetris. Like, I was so confident that when I got to Tetris, you guys were going to be yeah. like, whoa, I didn't you know this dude's heavy duty. Like, I didn't <laughs> I thought you were gonna name a chair after me and stuff, and then I didn't even get there. We could still do that. <laughs> I mean, you're still on the scoreboard. Yeah. You still made it. You took someone's spot. I you crushed don't. their dreams. So. Who, oh yeah, who did I who did I bump down? Uh, you you knocked off Katie, who is a professional wrestler. Katie, oh. a professional wrestler. Huh? Yes. Well, I don't She's feel good a about that. Of ours, yeah. I was hoping that was gonna be a comic buddy of mine, and I could um, feel good about making no, them. No, uh, well, sweet, Brandon, nice person. You Brandon Chaucer <laughs> just got kicked off yeah, as well. Fuck so him. We got him. I don't home. even know him, but fuck him. Uh, so uh, we end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, I have the Spider-Man figurine. It's in his homemade suit. Mm-hmm. So oh, is it? It's not random? No, it's homemade. It's a homemade uh, suit. Well, I don't want it. All right. Well, that's what we're putting up. <laughs> TJ, what did you bring? I brought the super oh, valuable. Button that's just a pigeon. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a I pigeon. like that. It's his artist. He's he's super rad. It's this guy Todd the Francis. Pi- oh, that's a pigeon. <laughs> he draws a lot of things, but he paints pigeons, and his pigeon paintings are amazing and expensive. What? But this pin, five bucks. Well, that's a steal for that pin. So cool. 
Um, but I'm not giving this away. Oh, I'm well, giving well. away my business card because oh, that's good too. In my real life, I'm a contractor. I uh, oh, hey. I remodel kitchens and bathrooms, yeah. and I have this card with an adorable cartoon drawing of I me. Cut stone countertop. That, <laughs> really? That's yeah. awesome. So I'll put <laughs> that there. We'll talk after. Yeah. If you win. Yeah, I'll never know who he is. Uh, so to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they have to put up a prize for us to win since we put up a decent prize. Okay. You brought your card. Now, when you say they. they <laughs> I'm talking about all the people yeah. in here. All, oh, yeah, there is a lot. That's yeah. true. <laughs> exactly. What did you guys bring this week? Those are Oreo candy canes. Uh, it's just, and I like candy canes, and I like Oreos. Gross. Yeah, don't put the mix is gross. Nah, I'm into it. Oh, oh, you're so right. wrong about those, those, here. those look delicious. I would try a, uh, a candy cane Oreo though. That doesn't disgust yeah, me. Yeah, going the other way yeah. seems a little bit better. I mean, Oreos have become every flavor there are. I'm sure they make those. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they surprised. Uh, so let me turn you up a bit. Introduce yourself. I'm Laura. Hey, Laura. We're the research department. See your gross. Gross things. Yeah, I bought them because they looked ridiculous, and I, I wanted oh, to spite like, Will's lack of Christmas spirit. I like the color. Yeah, they're like, like spooky. Black Christmas yeah, candy canes. Black Christmas is a horror movie. It is True. a horror. There we go. There we go. And I've only 45 calories for candy cane. How about that? I've only seen two horror movies in my entire life. Uh, what are they? Oh, really? uh, I saw The Shining. Good choice. Like two years ago. It was super good. With Jack Nicholson yeah, or with the, the guy one? from Wings? It's The Shining Shining. There's two of them. Wait, there's two of The Shinings? Yes. Oh, well, I saw the real one. There's the good one, and then there's the Stephen King wanted one. I did not see that. Yeah, it's not good, so. And I saw that movie Lost Boys when I was a child. Does that count? Okay, yeah. Lost Boys. (laughs) It's a great movie. (laughs) That movie was red. All right, so we are going to play Reddit Says. Are you familiar with the hit website Reddit? That's, like, where the hate groups hang out? Yes. Yeah, entirely. It's pretty accurate, actually. Uh, So I I went on to Ask Reddit, where you could ask Reddit any question you want. And I have the top 10 most upvoted answers according to Reddit. Okay. So this is going to work kind of like Family Feud. Okay. You want to give me one of the top answers. Family so Feud, but everybody polled is a men's rights activist. Yes. Okay, cool. Accurate, accurate, cool. accurate. So or stoned. Everyone or will stoned. get a chance to answer every question. Uh, for this first question, we will start with Will. Uh, the bro of bros bro asks, <laughs> if one type of animal decided it needed to kill all humans, which would terrify you most? Hmm. Uh, I ha- I know the correct answer, but I don't know if it's the answer that the internet wanted. Yeah, um, it's tough. I guess capability would matter too. Yeah, it's a tricky question. I will go with dust mites. Okay. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I watched a documentary about uh, about bugs once, and they were like, yeah, if dust mites ate live skin instead of dead skin, we'd all be eaten alive in a couple of seconds. Okay, terrifying. So it haunts me, yeah. <laughs> terrifying, terrifying. TJ? Uh, I'm going to go with dogs, and because they could if they wanted to. Yeah. And... I like I love them so much that it would be like you just let them doubly yeah. upsetting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It they're would be already, like they're already in your home. Yeah, like the yeah. emotional pain yeah. as well as physical yeah, yeah, yeah. pain because like, it'd be that betrayal. Yeah, yeah. In, in addition to being terrifying physically, see, I have a little dog. I could live with him just biting at my ankle all day. Yeah, but what Aww. if there was thirty little dogs? Well, I wouldn't leave my house. But yeah, you'd be shredded. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's pretty terrifying. So I'd say do- dogs. Dogs. Laura. 
seagulls because I'm afraid of There's them. There's a lot of They're them. Scary. They do want to kill you. Yeah, I'm so afraid of them. You just got to hit them. You hit one seagull and the rest will back I off. I swear, the girl who gives out like the samples on the boardwalk every day must come out and just snap one's neck yeah. to make yeah. an example. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work on the bother. boardwalk. That's what you have to do. They don't bother the girls who give out like the free taffy. Because she'll kill them. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, top ten answers are, number ten is octopi. Because they're, they're very smart. smart. They're yeah. very smart. What, but they just they're really easy to avoid, yeah, though. Yeah, just stay out of the water. No, they come up on land. They, when the octopus come Can on land. Can they get to Medford? Okay, when they octopus they come could on probably land. squeeze their way up your toilet. They turn into, like, jelly. They're not even, like, they barely have form. But I believe they could fill, like, a, or put wheels on a submarine and <laughs> fill it with water and then roll it up to my house. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd die that it's, way. It's, the only, it's only number ten. Uh, number nine is rats. Oh, yeah, oh, they're terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, that's really scary. <laughs> Eight is bees. Yeah. But bees couldn't eat you. Sting you. Yeah, but then, you. like, if we destroy all the bees, we would eventually die because there's no oh, other yeah. to pollinate things. Right. I think that's already, that's already happening. It's happening right it's now. Happening, yes. It's happening. There's a whole episode of Black Mirror about it. Uh, number seven is humans. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because those, yeah, those people were like, oh, humans and animal. Like, everybody who voted that was like, oh, ho, ho. Yes, it actually, that's so what that was the comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, humans are just animals. Shut up. Uh, six is hornets. Uh, five oh, they do want to kill everyone. Yes. Five is mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. but see, I thought that, but they don't. Yeah. Nothing what are they going to do? They already eat change. your blood. Yeah. Uh, four are sea sponges. No, wrong. How, many, how what would was you stop the sample them? size of this? How, what would they do? Reddit. Yeah, but was it like, did 10 people answer? Like, no, did no. more? How many people said sea sponge? Uh, it was enough to be the number four answer. Uh, number three is grasshoppers. Uh, number two is dogs. Yep. So that's good for nine points for TJ. And number one is ants. Seagulls. Holy shit. Uh, so ants. close. Yeah. Ants. ants is ants. true. That would be scary. Because uh, it also included the fun statistic that uh, if you put all of the world's humans on one side of a scale and all of the world's ants on the other side, it would be about even. Yeah, a lot, a, lot well, a lot of ants. Yeah, a lot really of ants. A lot. All right, so TJ, we're going to start with you for cool. this one. Uh, Asa Martin asks, "What Simpsons quote do you use on a regular basis?" What Simpsons quote? I don't know if I the one that I think about. I, think about, I okay. I, it's annoying to do that, so I try not to do it. <laughs> okay, understandable. You know, uh, but as far as one I think about a lot. Um, God damn it. There, there's one where uh, I think maybe it's Grandpa yells something about behold the ravages of age. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And, and uh, I think about... <laughs> Every time you look in the mirror. A, a lot. Reason, like, I've, I've, been, I, I've been having a lot of like, mi- like pre-middle-aged man issues recently. Like gotcha. I got, a, I got a, uh, a cramp in my right butt Ooh. cheek. That pinched my sciatic nerve. Oh God! So I had to go. You don't even get those till so, forty. I'm 39, dude. Oh. And so, so I've been thinking. I've been thinking a lot about the ravages of age. Okay, all right. That's a good one. That's a good answer, Laura. I was saying Boerns. Okay, that's a good one. That's, that's a real right. good one. I know one. they mentioned that one that's a lot. Gonna, I just well. forgot mine. I had a good one. Uh, the I one I used to always say was, uh, "Money can be exchanged for goods and services." Okay. Okay. Can I change my answer to <laughs> one that I think will be on the list? Yeah, yeah, that's the way you should play. Uh, uh, yes, Lisa, some magical animal. Yes, Lisa, some magical animal. 
Yeah, where he's where she, she's like he's like it's bacon, ham, ham and, and sausage, and, I think. And oh, sausage. Oh, yes. And she's like, yes. Dad, that comes from the same animal. He's like, Yeah, right, Lisa, some magical mm-hmm. animal. That's right, okay. That's what I think it would be. Uh, top ten answers are a dental plan. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> yeah. uh, number ten is a little from column A, a little from column uh, B. That's a good oh, yeah. That's which I, I feel like I it's think just about a that. Phrase. Yeah, they don't yeah. own that. <laughs> but Homer did say it. Uh, number nine is yoink. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, number eight is hi, everybody. I think that died recently. Just phrases. <laughs> well, hi, everybody's Dr. Nick. Uh, number seven is I have three kids and no money. Why can't I have no kids and three monies? It's <laughs> a great line. Uh Number six, weaseling out of things is an important skill. It's what separates us from the animals. Well, besides the weasels. I used to say that in high school a lot. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, number five is stupid, sexy Flanders. Aww. Uh, number four is I, for one, welcome our insect overlords. I do hear that. Uh, number three is you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. And <laughs> Number two is Everything is Coming Up Millhouse, ah, yeah, which is the on. one oh, I like use the, the most. And the number it's one answer, obvious. money can be exchanged for good <laughs> and services. That's good for 10 uh, points. That's how I will. learned about the economy. <laughs> money can buy peanuts. That's what I want. Explain how. Uh, all right, final question. Uh, we'll start with Laura. Royal Incubus asks... Uh, what fruit or vegetable absolutely pissed you off? <laughs> what fruit or vegetable absolutely pissed you off? Yeah, absolutely pisses you off. Pisses you off. Yeah. There is a oh correct answer to this zucchini. question. Zucchini. Zucchini? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, have a personal vendetta against zucchini. I like zucchini bread. Well? Uh, uh, grapefruit is the correct answer grapefruit? to this. Grapefruit? Grapefruit? Tastes gross. Uh, one that pisses, I don't know, one that pisses me off personally is Broccoli Rob, because it's on <laughs> everything in the city of Philadelphia, and it's bitter. You love it's Broccoli Rob. It's bitter, and it's gross. Good Ugh. answers all around. I didn't know what that was. It's just this gross. <laughs> Until I was, like, Ugh. 23. <laughs> yeah. uh, number 10 is water chestnuts. I, I think they're all right. Yeah. Number yeah. 9 is avocado. Yeah. What? Get out. It's poisonous to me. What? Num- yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the perfect foods. No, right? it's deadly. What? It's a superfood. Yeah, it's amazing. I it think tastes good. It's I think good that's for why you. this person was so upset is because they don't like avocado and have to constantly hear that. Oh. Yeah, I have to get around it. Yeah. Uh, number eight is tomatoes. We get it. They're fruits. Yeah. Uh, number seven is bell peppers. No, wrong. Yeah. Number six is celery. Yeah, I hate celery. That's going. Number five is grapefruit. Yeah, it's gross. That's good for six points for Will. Uh, number four is my grandmother. Yeah, screw her. She's a fruit. Oh, God, she's a vegetable? <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> Did not go into detail. That's not funny. Uh, <laughs> I meant like a crazy person. Right. Yeah. I meant like a vegetable. Yeah, I know I, I knows what you meant. <laughs> uh, number three is the pomegranate for being so delicious and so difficult. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. You got to uh, earn it. Mm-hmm. Number two is the pineapple because the pineapple eats you back. Wrong. It does. Just don't bite the outside of it. <laughs> no, I think it's like out. it acidically yeah, eats it does, away it your goes stomach. At you. oh. But it's worth oh, it. It's okay. delicious. And uh, number one is, and I didn't put this, Red Delicious Apples and their lying name. <laughs> they are the worst of the apples. <laughs> but that means with 16 points. Killing it. Will is our I'm winner back. this week. Woo.
Let me see this business card. <laughs> yeah. Laura, thank you for coming on the show and bringing okay, us this. Can I have these? Those things? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Well, well, they're mine, and I say he can have them. <laughs> oh, you win everything. No, but you. I want you to have <laughs> Thank you. You win all the prizes. Uh, so, TJ, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? Uh, plug. Uh, the next Just Fire Love is the last Saturday of this month, which I believe is the 25th. Can people help I me believe we this? did correctly <laughs> identify that that was correct. Saturday the 25th at set. 25th, thank you, at 7 p.m. at the Good Good Comedy Theater. Uh, it's always a good time. Come check it out. That's it. Uh, Will, anything to add? Uh, yeah, uh, one pineapple plant can produce one pineapple at a time, and pineapple is the only edible fruit of its kind, the bromeliads. Hmm. And there's been two quick facts about pineapple. I already did a pineapple fact. I'm doing remixes. Uh, do you have a Twitter, by the way, teacher? Uh, in theory, yeah, but I haven't opened that thing in like three years. Yeah, you need a computer. <laughs> just need a computer. That's how it works. I can um, tell oh, my what? Xbox to turn on. The most on. useful thing I can do is say, oh, uh, yeah. check check out my business Instagram. <laughs> That's what you like. And it's uh, Hurley, at Hurley and Self. So check me out on Instagram, and you can see pictures of the kitchens. And I came on this podcast really... To plug my contractor mm-hmm. business, not my a comedy lot of show. Podcast listeners <laughs> yeah. are buying houses. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking around this room. I'm seeing a lot of homeowners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's for what we sure. Got here. Be sure to give us five stars. On Nothing wrong with being heavily invested in Pokemon cards. <laughs> five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. You can also subscribe to us on Twitch, and of course, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, where you can like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, upcoming shows include next week. We are canceled. Oh, that's my. You guys do this four be- times a month usually. We do this weekly. This wow. is a weekly Every show. Week. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a serious commitment. Also, and I, I forgot to mention this. Once a month almost kills me. This was supposed to be episode 200 of this show. Wow. Wow. And I was doing like a retrospective of going through all of mm-hmm. our like past episodes. Turns out I missed a number. <laughs> so this is going to be like awkwardly episode number 158. <laughs> and then next week will be we'll 200. Be 200. <laughs> oh, I... Okay, Jesse explained this to me. It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, yeah, episode 200, which will, will be a special episode, will be coming out soon. Uh, and then on the 16th, we'll be here with, I'm going to say his name wrong, Paul Facetta of like Grifters it. AFK. He's got a new book coming out, so cool. we're going to be talking about that. And then the week after that, it's Thanksgiving, so we won't be here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we usually do it four times a month, but this time we're only doing it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was exhausting. And as always, or as newly... Thank you to Brie Larson for making the show possible and giving birth to John Deary. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much.